Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Boom, boom. Here we go. You can grab your seats. How's everyone doing this morning? So we're, we're doing things a little bit different, but we did this during COVID. Thank you, team. Awesome job this morning. Thank you, Lindy. Thank you for the tea. Good morning. Ah, here we go. I feel like I need to say it as well. Is, is everyone hey, relaxed? Jamie, your sausages are in the fridge too, by the way. Don't forget them, because if you don't, Gavin will eat them. <laughs> Gavin scored way more sausage Not than yet. No, no, we, oh, we limited him back. <laughs> but no, no, we haven't. He's still... It's a joke. It's a joke. Sorry, we're talking about the salami that we made salami. as the boys, you know, oh. coming together, making the salami and the capicolo. Capicolo. Yes. So, what we're going to do this morning... The last couple of weeks we've been having word nights on Tuesday night and just opening up for discussion and just opening up the Bible and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak. So a couple of questions came up on the first word night that I thought it would be great to, because you, you get to expand a little bit on it, but you, you know, there's others in the room, they can all comment on it, but I thought we'd just go a little bit deeper this morning about two things. One, the question was, what is living water? Good question. What is living water? Because Jesus made promises about living water, made statements about living water, and also about the yoke and the burden. The yoke and the burden in, in life. We all have a yoke and a burden. It's pretty sure to say in life there's a yoke and there's a burden. There's always a yoke, there's always a burden. We get to choose what it is. How beautiful is that? So this morning we've got I was just thinking if I was for the youngest ones here among us, I would have thought when I was young, like yeah, yeah okay. Eggs. Sure, whatever. Yoke and a burden. But as you get older you think, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know that, that's oh, true. That's a burden. Yeah, well, I put some yokes yoke. on myself and some burdens on myself. Yokey. Yeah. So living water. In the natural, there are there are so many patterns. In in scripture it tells us that God has put his evidence through creation. Mm-hmm. So no man has an excuse. No none of us have an excuse. Love it. It's, it's right there. The pattern is everywhere. It's everywhere. It starts in Genesis. And if you start reading through and get the eyes of this pattern, this tapestry that God has woven so beautifully through time and space, it is there. It is for us to see. Living water. Okay, so I'm, I've hidden my notes in my Bible somewhere. It's probably around Mark. Oh, no, it's in John. There we go. So living water. Living water is flowing water, naturally. So in the natural, what have we got in the natural? Because what is in the natural then flows over into the spiritual. Scripture says first natural, then spiritual. Never understood that that statement. I'm like, no, 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 in the beginning, God. First spiritual, then natural. But no, it's not. From our perspective, we first see the natural in creation. We see the natural in our bodies. We see the natural everywhere. And then we start to see the pattern of God. This is too intricate. This is too perfect. This is too precise for it not to be designed. Therefore, God. So living water. Let's get back to living water. I'm getting off track here. Living water. Living water is spring water. The best water that you can get at the moment, they say, is spring water. That is classed as living water nowadays. So living water is pure water. It's not filtered water, but it is filtered water. Not man-made, but God-made. Spring water is forced through rock, and it filters it. And the rock filters it, not only filters it, but it picks up nutrients and elements from the rock. 
that is perfect for our body. We have potassium, we have calcium, we have sodium, we have uh, magnesium that are all picked up from the rocks and all metals and everything. So we have elements, we have... Um, uh, I haven't even got my notes here. I need notes to, notes to read off all these things that I've... These aren't even my notes. <laughs> Kylie, I've got your notes. I was going to say, there's only a couple um, of lines. So... The rock. Yeah, I haven't got my notes, so I'm just doing this off, the, off my head. So... When we, when we drink water in, so we need, on the natural, we need to be drinking continually, don't we? We need water every day. You can go um, three weeks plus easy without food. You can do it quite easy. <laughs> Let's change that. <laughs> it's not easy. It's a little bit hard, but you can get there and you won't die. But you can't go more than three days without water. That's a pattern that we cannot get away from. Mm. We can't go three days without water. We must have hydration in our body. Now, we take water in. Does it stay in our bodies? No. It's just passing through. All water that we drink is just passing through everything. It, it evaporates out of our skin. It passes through. It picks up contaminants. It flushes everything in our body. Yeah. It, it keeps the process of life, preserving life, going in our body. Women need to drink on average, on average, 2.2 litres a day. That's when you're really sweating. And on average, men need three litres a day. Makes you think, how much water are you drinking? This is a pattern, guys. This is a pattern. We must be rehydrating all the time because we leak. We leak. Literally, we leak all the time out our skin. Men, why do we have to have more water? Because we have a higher muscle mass, potentially, than fat. Potentially. Oh, man. <laughs> on average. Am I digging a hole? No. I'm just changing feet. <laughs> just, just keep going. So um, we drink it. It passes through our body, but we need to keep drinking it continually. So we, and you look at that to what the Holy Spirit is, because Jesus references to the Holy Spirit here about the living water. And so we can't go three days without the Holy Spirit. You can't. You just, I'm not going to step over that one without cool. saying it here and now. You can't go three days. You will dry up. And as Vin Diesel, not Vin Diesel, sorry. Who's Diesel? Diesel. Yeah, you never miss your water till you're dry. Never miss your water till you're dry. Who's that? Diesel? Why did I say Vin Diesel? Johnny Diesel in the injectors. Thank you. American rock. Yes. <laughs> He's Aussie. He's as Aussie as it gets. Stephen, Adrian. <laughs> that is a handball. Wow. So water. So, so Jesus made that statement. <laughs> John 4. Are we on? The water, yeah. You John do whatever 4. you want to do. No, no, no. I just realised cool. I'm talking. So and jumping, I haven't... jumping over to John 4. <laughs> and it's like you don't even exist. <laughs> That's what I was hoping you know, this is a society. Yeah. <laughs> stop it, stop it. So John 4 is where, where he, he meets the Samaritan woman at the well. Yes. Jacob's well. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm trying to find it in here. Where's my notes? John 4. So John 4, um, he, going through some Samaria, right? So he's meant to, Jews go around Samaria, but he, he goes through Samaria because in Samaria he's got a, he's got a mission um, to meet this lady. Um, so he... Oh, good, good. So he's living water. He he proclaims to her. She she walks up to him. I know there's a whole scenario to this to this story, and it's deep, and you can read it. But the he's there. She comes up. She starts 
getting water out of the well yeah. and he asks her for water yeah. uh, and she says, why are you asking me for water? Because, like, there's a cultural divide between the Sumerians and, and, and the rest of the guys. So there was, there was a cultural there – there was bad blood between them. Yeah. Um, why are you asking me? And, and he says, if you were – I should have – I did have it here somewhere. Um, if only you knew the gift God is, has for you and he you were speaking it to, you would ask me. And I would give you living water. So, that, I mean, it mentions a lot through Scripture, through the Old Testament and the New Testament about living water. Um, but the fact that, it, it, that he's trying to... Why would the woman ask the man for water there? That's actually a... That's not a cultural thing that she would have done. But he's saying if you knew, you wouldn't... You would have... You would have let go of your cultural niceties and your and your etiquette and said, "Give me the water that you have. I want that water, um, because the, that is is the true water. What Jesus is speaking of there is is the real water that we need every day. Not without three days of the Holy Spirit. Don't go longer than three days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, yeah. Let's just let's just barely exist, shall we? Well, that's what we do, though, isn't it? Oh yeah. Don't we just try to barely exist and get by with what we can get away with in life to get by? Like, and it's, no, no, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, with all your strength. What does that mean to you? Mm. I I know what that means to me. Oh, sorry, I'm growing in what that means to me. But I I can't do what I think that you require of me to do so that I do that. I've got to do what God requires of me. I've got to stand before God and and get the well-done, good and faithful servant, same as you. The call on your life is profoundly different to the call on my life, but we're all going in the same direction. And we must do that to fulfil it. So the living water here, he says, I'll give you living water. And she just starts talking about natural water again. Because she's... Please give me that water then. But Jesus knows this. He's talking on natural level, but he's about to drop a bomb. There's something going on here. And in verse 14, he says, but whoever drinks the water that I give. Mm -hmm. So you can drink this water that's in the well, but whoever drinks the water that I give, I give, will never be thirsty again. But the water I give him will become in him a spring of water, satisfying his thirst for God. This is the Amplified. It will become in him... In them, a spring of water satisfying his thirst for God, welling up, continually flowing, bubbling up within him to eternal life. (laughs) She goes, sir, give me this water. And he goes, go and get your husband. Did he give her the water? Yes. He said, where's your husband? She goes, I'm not married. He goes, no. Boom, 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 lays it out for her. She goes, sir, I see that you're a prophet. And and we're meant to worship here and worship there. Where do we meant to worship? He goes, no, there's time coming when we worship in spirit and truth. You won't worship on a mountain. You won't worship. And it's interesting because he says we will worship neither in Jerusalem nor on the mountain. The culture's wiped out straight away there. It's a new kingdom culture. So he gave her that because what happens to her? She runs off into a village. She's bubbling. She's bubbling. She's bubbling. And what's coming out of her? Just information? No, no, no. This is wisdom. This is knowledge. I have met a man who has told me everything about my life. The bubble started. 
it was transferred right there. But so what's this living water? Like Jesus speaks of it again in, sorry, do you want to bring something else? John 7, John 7 where on the final day of the feast, this is, this is beautiful. Um, Jesus' brothers don't believe he's the Messiah. So they're telling him, Jesus, if you want a public ministry... This is the place to do it. Everyone's there. Social you media. You get campaign. really good public, you know, yep. social media, great. You get some great likes and great um, followings there. And he goes, no, no, your time, you can go because your time means nothing to you, but my time is important. And he, <laughs> he does, does this whole thing on time. But in verse 37, yeah, so now on the last and most important day of the feast, Jesus stood and called out in a loud voice. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. <laughs> if anyone's thirsty, yeah. there's always water to drink. There's always water to drink. Do you know what's amazing in the natural? We can filter out filthy water. You know, we're meant to be drinking living water. And we're meant to be drinking flowing water. Um, there's B12 in flowing water, in streams and in um, rainwater. There's B12. It doesn't happen in chlorinated water. It kills the microorganisms that produce it. All the bacteria and microorganisms that we need in our water that is contaminated. Hey, Charlie? No, it's the good stuff, isn't it? Talk to Charlie. He's got the best filters in Sunraysia and they make good water. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, get off track. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. And he who believes in me who adheres to, trusts in, and relies on me, as the scripture has said, from his innermost being will flow continually rivers of living water. This is a promise that we all get. This is living water. Okay, so in the natural, we need living water. We must have living water in our bodies because otherwise we've got to use man-made processed vitamins to get this stuff. There's no other way you can get it. So... This here is the nutrients from heaven. This is the supply from heaven. This is what we need. This is, this is, we talk about nutrients. Now, this is actually the, the carer. This is the nurturing. The nurturing of the spirit comes in here. Yeah. And then it flows continually. And when you yield over to this. So Jesus says this statement, from his innermost being will flow continually rivers of living water. That's actually from Isaiah 58 which is quite an astounding scripture that talks about the whole of Isaiah 58. Is this all right? I hope you're grabbing some of this because it's... Yeah. Thank you, Father, by your spirit. Yeah. I love it by your spirit that I can say something and you hear exactly what you need to hear if you're hungry and you're thirsty. That's how it works. Isaiah 58, verse 11. And the Lord will continually guide you and yes. satisfy your soul yeah. in scorched and dry places and give you strength to your bones. And you will be like watered garden <laughs> and like a spring of water whose, sorry, a spring of water whose waters never fail. Mm. It's amazing that because in this, like this living water that, that, is a gift. It's a gift to us, this living water that, that actually wells up from within us. Yes. So if you go on back in John 7, in verse 39, John adds, 
but he was speaking of the Holy Spirit. Out of you, it will flow these rivers of living water. And then John says, but he was speaking of the Holy Spirit that hadn't been, you know, they received afterwards. The Holy Spirit is so intricate in, in our being able to fully function as a spiritual being. In the, in the fullness of being a physical being as well. Yeah. Without that, you know, we need the Holy Spirit to actually make alive this area in our life so that we can be watered, so that we can be refreshed. And it's not only refreshed, it's, it's, it's actually nurtured and, and fed and everything else is through this water. We're, everyone who's experienced this knows exactly what I'm talking about. Jamie, you know when you got filled with the Holy Spirit and saved... You just went, this is real. There's nothing else that can ever equate to this and never, it doesn't add to it. Like, sorry, I'm using the wrong words. Yeah. It's so pure that you don't need to add anything else to it. You don't need to add cordial to it. You don't need to put ice in it. It doesn't need anything else. This is beautiful water and we want this flowing through it. It's a pure thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's a pure stream that's not just for us. It flows through us. It's, um, it makes me think of the, in um, Exodus where the, um, God's children are coming out, like the Hebrew nation is coming out of, of Egypt and um, God sustains them with manna from heaven yeah. and water through the rock. Yes, yes. So like they hit, Moses hits the rock and water comes out. Um, mm. That's how we're sustained as well yeah. spiritually. yeah. Manna from heaven. Yeah, the word. Yeah, and and spiritually, mm. water through Jesus. Yep, um, because that's pure water. That's not contaminated. Mm. Uh, it, it's only it it only has in it the goodness that we need, and and the right things that we need. <clears throat> and you're right. You don't need to add anything to it. Adding stuff to it only contaminates it. Totally. We need it straight from Jesus, straight from the rock. Um, and that was that's the way he sustained them in the desert, in the dry places, in the wilderness, where we're not sure where we're going, where we're listening to God and we're trusting. He's brought us out of something and he's taking us into something. So we're going to trust that he will feed us and nourish us and keep us safe because he was a, a, you know, a cloud by day and a fire by night for them as well. So this is a whole – it's nourishing of God. It's, it's the fruit of God. And, and so he, fruit of God. I don't know where that came from. Uh, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Um, come. Let's asking. There's an asking there. And you said it's a gift. I love that, how it's a gift. So Jesus said that to the Samaritan lady. He said, You're, um, you wouldn't know the gift that, if you knew the gift that I've got for you, you would ask for it. So Jesus is the giver of the gift and he's waiting for us to ask for it. So if you want the water, we just need to ask for it. Yeah. Does that sound too simple? Yeah. <laughs> Does it? I think it is a bit too simple. Can we make it more religious and difficult? Please so, no. <laughs> so we're looking at living water and Jesus said, and this, he's quoting when he says like about water and a well up within you, he's, he's quoting this right here in Isaiah. Um, and the Lord will continue to guide you and says, but it says, and that's an added onto there. So the verses before it, and if you offer yourself to assist the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, 
then your light will rise in darkness and your gloom will become the, like oh. the midday. So that's an and there. But what does it say and? You've got to look. Be- so if you take away from your midst the yoke of oppression, the finger pointed in scorn towards the oppressed or the godly, and every form of wicked, sinful, unjust speech, and if you offer yourself to assist the hungry and satisfy the need of the afflicted, then your light will rise in darkness and your gloom will become like midday and the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your soul in scorched and dry places and will give strength to your bones and you'll be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters will not fail. So if we take the yoke of oppression from amongst our midst, there's always a yoke, but it's not meant to be the yoke of oppression. There's always meant to be a burden, but it's not meant to be the burden of pointing the finger at the oppressed or the godly, making unjust forms of speech and wicked, sinful comments. (laughs) We will be judged for every idle word that we speak. Oh, that just scares me because I've said some really idle words in my life. I've just sat there, bum, 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 just sitting on idle, bum, 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 And you're going, yeah, yeah. Just shut up, Stephen. You're just making a noise. But this here, verse 9, then you will call on the Lord and I will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. Going right back through this, and we've got nowhere near the time, but maybe we can look at Isaiah 58 because it's all about making sure that the yoke is fair, Mm. making sure the yoke in life is fair and also caring for people. And everywhere that you look through, (laughs) says, you know, isn't the fast that I require is the fast that removes oppression and removes these yokes and you just make it harder for everyone. You get grumpy, you get hungry and you fast and all you do is lash out at people. And I'm like... When you read this, it's us. Yeah. It's just us. Whether we're yeah. fasting or not, we've just got this attitude in us all the time. Yeah. Um, fasting seems to bring out that nastiness in us sometimes when we get the hangries. Yes. Get angry. Yeah. You know oh. what I'm saying? So right here, it's talking about all the things that we need to do. And honestly, it's Micah. All the way through here is Micah mm. 6. Do justly, love mercy, walk humbly. Do justly, um, you know, just all the things are there. I, don't, I can't really go into it because there's so much. Do justly, love mercy, walk humbly. Just love, just love. So looking at the yoke, when Jesus said, you know, in, um, what is it, Matthew, Matthew 11, 11 yeah. when he said, you know, take my yoke upon yourselves because it is easy, it's an easy yoke. And, but what is the yoke? Mm. What is the burden? In life, Come it's, to me it's really who, interesting. Where's yeah. my notes? Because I had to think about this. Yeah. Come to me, all who, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yeah. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you. Oh, this is the New Living Translation. Sorry, I think because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my mm. yoke is easy to bear, and my burden, the burden I give you, is light. Mm. This this is so good, isn't it? So he. And it, but just before that, he's, he's thanking the Father for hiding these things to the wise and clever and Ooh. revealing them to childlike. Yeah. The, young, the innocent, the, the just I'll take it as you say it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to try and make it to fit my agenda. I'll just 
go with what you do. I'll just follow. Yeah. I'll just follow you, Jesus. And um, it's that, that coming to me, come to me. It's that asking again. Mm. I like that because it's talking about the, that's the same as the living water. It's coming to Jesus and asking oh, and submission. I want your yoke. Sorry, you're going to talk about no, yoke, no. but explain um, that yoke. I, I want what you have, Jesus. So he says, take my yoke upon you because in that area he's talking about the yoke of, of the Pharisees. Um, I suppose textually in that area, he, he's speaking the yoke of the Pharisees and the and the religious yeah. ways of doing things. And I know, do it. and I mean, we do that in our own life as well. But I'm thinking about the Pharisees, and and this is a generational thing. So this mo- law of Moses, Mosaic law, is that how you say it? Um, and over the generations, they've just added to it. And I'm thinking of layers, you know, like yeah. so. There's a yoke. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's you have to do it this way. Yeah, we submit to it. God, we submit to the Mosaic law. We're going to do it this way. But then they add layers and you've got to do it this way and then you've got to do it that way. And the layers at this stage are so thick yeah. and heavy, no one can fulfill them. And and Jesus is saying, if you're sick and tired of that, yeah. yes. um, I've got a better way. Um, but my be- you'll still have to submit to my way. Mm. Would you like to submit to my way? Yes, Jesus, I want to submit to your way. Your way is better. Um, he says, uh, take, a, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Yeah. So here's the yoke. Learn from me. Um, Kylie, Pastor Kylie had it, the yoke a few weeks ago where it's got the two oxen together. Mm. I like that idea of the two of us together, right? So Jesus says, here, take it. Yeah. Here, let, let me put you in here with it's, me. It's, a, it's actually a yoke of partnership. Yeah. Submit, mm. come here with me. I'll teach you while we're doing this together. Mm-hmm. Let's learn. I'll, you learn, I'll show. So then we, we learn together and then there's, a, then there's a partnership as well in working through it. So as we learn, he helps, he teaches, we grow. Yeah. Wouldn't the oxen grow and yeah. into that position and strength and, and, and then able to pull as well? Mm. So, so I love that, you know, like you show yeah, yeah, coach, and you let him go. Mm. So Jesus is, and that's what he did with his disciples. Come follow me. Mm. You know, I know you're a bit crazy, but come follow me. Yep. And then they, he taught them on the way. They grew, and then they put their trust in him. Yep. And that's what he's asking us to do. There, come, come. This is a good way. This yep. is a, this this is a, is a good, good way. way. Let me teach you yep. because I'm humble and gentle as well. By the way, um, here's my credentials. <laughs> I'm not going to be rough or hard or overbearing. Mm. And I think about that in our life today, how we, we layer our lives and, and we, we put rules on ourselves or we, we take rules from other people and put it on ourselves and we, we have the fear of man or, or just fear of failure or, or just wanting to be good um, and we yeah. put these layers on us. But Jesus is saying, just stop. Come, come. Mm. Come now. Actually, there's an urgency to yeah, it when he says, come, come, come now, come, on. come, come. It's true. Let's put this yoke on us, on, on you. I'll be here with you and I'll teach you through that. How, how good is that? Mm. Learning from me. So, so the, there's always submission. I like how you say there's always a yoke. There is always there's submission. Always a yoke. We, we need to submit. What we submit to is, is what we're going to learn from. Yeah. And what we submit to is what we're going to grow into. And what we submit to is what we're going to pull as well. So, mm. so let's... Let it be Jesus, that yeah. pure water. Let's let it be. Yes. Because, uh, yeah, I've seen the opposite in my life and that's not good. 
come to me. Jamie's just getting hit by the Holy Spirit. He's laughing, which is beautiful. At least he's not laughing at me. Yeah. He might be laughing. No. (laughs) (laughs) Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, blessed quiet for your souls. It's actually referring to Jeremiah 6. Yeah. You'll find blessed rest quiet so in jeremiah 6 it says stand at the crossroads and look for the good way stand at the crossroads and look for the good way and walk in it and you'll find rest for your souls now in jeremiah this is an interesting time in history this is jeremiah this is right at the the exile And he was warning them. This guy walked around naked trying to get their attention and they ignored him. And he says, do this, stand at the crossroads, look for this. And then the bottom part of it says, and they say, we will not walk in it. It's very precise why Jesus used this reference in scripture for this point where he says, take my yoke on you. You've got a choice. Here's the choice. And and we say... Like in the Bible, it says, today I set before you life and death. It doesn't say you've got two choices. It says you've got one choice. (laughs) Choose life. Why do we keep choosing death and looking at death? He is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. Death is part of the pattern. Everything must die for us to live. You might say, how's that? Everything in the ground has decayed to produce the earth, the ground, the material for us to draw food, for everything at the moment to draw food from the earth. Everything has died to produce life for us. That's the pattern in Scripture. You might go, oh, that's great, but I'm going to die one day. Yes, that's part of it. Or we may not. How glorious. God's patterns are all there. We get to focus on life. Today, choose life. Choose holiness. Choose righteousness. Choose rest. See, the rest of the world is saying, no, 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 you've got to be anxious about this. You've got to be anxious about the economy. You've got to be anxious about interest rates. You've got to be anxious about the next pandemic. You've got to be anxious about fuel. You've got to be anxious about electricity. You've got to be anxious about, I don't know, crazies on the streets. You've got to be anxious about everything. Which one was that? Global. John. <laughs> Thank you for those Global words warming. of women. But what's the fruit of that? Yoke? Yes, come on. So Jesus says, take my yoke, learn from me, you'll find rest. What fruit do we value? Come on, what fruit do There's we value? There's going to be rest. Yes. Re- rest is, is a blessed tranquility of the mm. soul. Yes. Oh. There's, there's peace there. Mm. There's rest there. There's joy there. Sounds like there's love there oh. too, doesn't there? Um, so if we're, I mean, follow, submit to Jesus. How do you know if you're submitting to Jesus? Then there'd have to be rest. So if we're taking yeah. his yoke on, on us, there's got to be rest. Come on now. There's got to be peace. And not, not sleeping. 
Yeah. Not, Why not do we rec- always think well, that rest recreation. is like, yeah, no, I need a rest. And it's like, true. I've got to put my feet up and lay down for a little while. And it's, that's what the world says rest is. But that's what I say rest is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You're right. I Probably can't. because we have an absence of it and we have an absence of the peace. And abs- oh. Power play. Oh, man. Power play. Big power play there. I can't say anymore now. I'll move closer to you. Yep. Uh, but we... Have you got a stuttering problem? It's a seed. Rest for our souls. Rest for our desires. Rest for our feelings. Rest for our affections and our aversions. This is is the core of who we are. We will find rest there. Not just rest here, Mm. although that affects us. It's rest in the center of us. Rest right here. So, So if... You know, the question that you said, what, what is the yoke of Jesus? Um, well, it's got to be submission to Jesus. Yeah. Submitting to him and following him. But but how do I know if I'm doing that or not? Because you can get caught in the complexity of it. But there there's, has to be a rest and a peace. Yeah, it has to be. There has to be a rest in it. So if what I'm doing, I can stop and go, all right, Jesus, is there rest here? Because he's right beside us. He's in the yoke with us. Mm. If there's rest, then yes, okay. I'm on the right path. Let's keep going. Mm. Like that's part of the learning. It is. Like it, it has to be. Part of that is growing in that. It's being that childlike Ooh. that yeah. you just trust. And as you grow and, and take those steps, you, you learn to take those steps and you get stronger in taking those steps. You're exercising those spiritual muscles in your life and you get confident in your walk. That's our life. Our walk is our life. You get confident in following Jesus and walk. You know, we're following him, but in the yoke thing, we're we're connected to him. So in the old yoke, the old yoke that we had, the the yoke and burden that we were shackled with, the yoke is, and thank you, Chelsea, for that great message on sarks, on the flesh. The Greek word is sarks, because the flesh sarks. Like... (laughs) It's S-A-R-X. That's the word when we talk about the flesh in the New Testament. They use sarks. So the yoke is our flesh. We're bound by it. We're born with it. We're bound by it. The flesh is, is, is the, it's solid. It's regimented. It controls us. And the burden from that is everything that comes out of our desires in the flesh produces sin. No matter what we try and do, even the good that we do produces sin in our life. So the burden is that we're under the burden of sin and we've got the yoke of flesh that just wants to produce sin. Does that make sense? Oh, who can release me from this body of decay? Thanks be to Jesus. So now the the yoke, the burden is love. The burden now is love. Oh, no one except the debt of love. The burden that we have is love. That Love is the force with which transformation takes place now through this burden, which isn't a weighty burden. It is a light burden of freedom because I get to love. I don't have to love. I get to love. It's a totally different perspective of seeing it. And the yoke is grace, but it's obedience. It's obedience. If you love me, do what I ask. If you love me, do what I say, Jesus said. So the yoke here 
is being tied to Jesus. Remain in me and I remain in you. Let my words remain in you and whatever you ask, whatever you wish. What a great promise, guys. So now the yoke, because Paul said, I, I asked three times for this messenger to be taken from this, this thorn in the flesh, but your grace is sufficient for me. And I will be obedient to that. I'll be obedient to that even to death. This is, a, this is our example from an incredible man that potentially God could have done. He could have transformed me. You know, let me try that again. Transformed him out of there. Just translated him out of that prison. But his purpose was be to be fulfilled there. And he's speaking to us. I want that yoke of obedience, that yoke of grace on my life. And it's not just, oh, I have to obey. No, I get to obey in fullness and purity. It's, it's a different way of looking at it. Is it in the, in the um, passion that it says, you know, the unforced rhythms of grace? It's in the message, is it? Oh, message. I thought it was the Amplified. I'm reading this and I'm like, it's not there. It's not there. <laughs> the unforced rhythms of grace. How beautiful is that, that we get to connect with Jesus? And, and it's such a refining thing. We always want black and white. We always want the, the end result, but it's the journey. It's the walk. It's the, like, we always want to, God, I should be further along than what I am at the moment. I never meant, why? If I'd only, can I read you something from a very wise person in this church? Um, today is because of what I did yesterday and what I might plan for tomorrow. Today is because of what I did yesterday and what I might plan for tomorrow. Rest is what I experience when these two realities are not in action. When you're not worrying about yesterday and you're not planning about tomorrow, you can be centred and mindful. Everything's trying to tear us from being mindful. Why? Because that's where God is. Not in the noise, it's in the whisper. Have we seen that pattern in Scripture? Not in the hurricane, not in the tornado, He's in the whisper. He wants to whisper to all of us in this season. This season, and if you're, and there are people with getting, I, I'm just blown away by how if we open ourselves up to God, how He can transform us. So he's he's the he's the he's the Sorry. conqueror of the universe. Mm. He's the conqueror of death. He's he's the warrior who saves. Yes. He he is undefeated in any battle he turns up to, right? Yet he does not conquer our heart. He does not in unless we submit to him, you know. He does not conquer our will. He does not impose that strength and that force that he used against death and against hell he does not use that force against me he asks me yeah. or he offers come so this submission thing is a big one isn't it it is <laughs> it, it's being a, the obedience it is exactly. submitting I feel like that that if you want to take something away, the Holy Spirit's been speaking to you this whole time, yeah. I know. But 
submission. Jesus, I, I take on that yoke of yours. Jesus, I submit to you. Mm. That yeah. I, I'm just submitting to you right now, Jesus. Yeah. I'm, I'm bending my will and, and my desires, my wants, my needs, my force of will. I'm bending it to you because I want to be beside you. I want your yoke. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's a great time for us now at the moment just to reconnect with Jesus or maybe re- or connect for the first time. And it's really simple. It says that whoever calls on the name of the Lord yeah. shall be saved. What a great promise oh, in yeah. Scripture. Anyone who calls on the name of Jesus. And the, and the beauty of it is it's, it's a message that each one of us has accepted. Like I, I just saw the evidence mounting that evolution didn't, it was garbage. And I, there was so much design and it's, it's physics that made it make sense for me. And I knew that there was a God. I grew up in church, but then I had the convictions came to me. And it wasn't like just I was going to church because that's what my family did or my, that was the culture I was raised in. It was now, no, I've got information here. I have to make a life-altering decision. I am made. I didn't just happen. I was formed and beautifully formed. I'm not saying that just for me, but, you know, when the package is so good. <laughs> I keep talking myself up. Come on, don't worry about it. I've got a wife. I've got to try to impress her, you know. <laughs> a bit late. But at any moment, any time, come to me, you who are weary. <laughs> Thank you for the light in each one of our lives, Father. Jesus, you are the way, the truth, the life. You're the light of the world. <laughs> Thank you for bringing light into our lives so we don't have to live in darkness with things... Ex- unexposed, covered. You shine your light, Jesus, and it reveals everything for what it is. If you need to just realign your life with Jesus today, just pray a simple prayer with me. Dear Jesus, please forgive me for where I've gone wrong. Wash me clean. Make me whole. Heal me from the inside help me to grow strong help me me to see truth and not get distracted in life I want to follow you I want to follow your example I want to follow your truth I need your Holy Spirit please fill me with your spirit I receive your Holy Spirit right now Thank you. Thank you. Father, thank you for filling us with your spirit. You're so generous. You're so wondrous. You're so majestic and magnificent in every way. Thank you for the honor that we have to lay down our earthly lives so that we can be like Jesus, so that we can alter our lives, refine our lives. and walk in the good way. And there we find rest 
for our souls. Father, I speak rest over every life, over every mind, every household, every marriage, every family, every individual. Thank you for today that you've set aside a day for rest and you've called it today. Scripture says, don't harden your heart like they did in the wilderness. Don't miss it. Stay soft. Guard your heart. Stay soft. Father, I thank you for blessing and favour on each life represented here. Thank you for a fresh infilling of peace. <laughs> oh, Father, thank you. You're so good. If you're thirsty, just receive right now. The atmosphere is just pregnant with heaven. Scripture says that heaven is like a, a wild farmer just sowing seed, just pouring it out. He's pouring out seed right now. He's pouring out provision from heaven. We receive your provision, your joy, your strength, your peace, your healing. You are my strength. You are my strong tower. You go before me and you are my rear guard. You stand beside me. You're the warrior who saves. Father, we seal all this in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you for the victory that we walk in right now because of Jesus. Amen. Awesome. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.